Hello again, Dwayne Brummett here with Allie Abarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Uh, Allie, good to be with you today, sir. Absolutely. Good to be with you always, Dwayne, and um, I'm excited. You're also, aren't you? Today is uh, you, oh, your first day of your Christmas break from the school, right? Yes, first day of Christmas break. We had our, um, uh, last Friday we had our board-breaking seminar, um, very well attended. I capped it out at 50 people, and uh, we had um, 50 people sign up in six days. Wow, that's cool. That's yeah, my record, was, that. uh, my record was nine days, but uh, this time around it was six, so it'll be fun to try to beat that next year. That's great, though. I mean, I, I and I, I like that whole entire mentality of urgency and, um, you know, getting people to realize that, you know, there's a timeline and so on. I just posted that on my New York tournament site because we're doing an incredible deal on a season pass. And, um, and uh, you know, people have only 15 days left before the end of the month or whatever it is, and uh, they have to get it done or else they're going to miss out on that opportunity. Yeah, and, uh, that, and, and I love to do that. It was a concept that I learned that uh, and it was basically from Internet marketing, right, where you put a cap on things and you don't let anybody else in, and that allows your – uh, constituents to know that when you put something out there, you really mean that it's going to end when it's supposed to end. Right, right. So Yeah, you know, no, no extensions. And, you know, I have to say my good friend, John Oschlager from Nakata School of Self-Defense, I talk about him often, he's excellent with that. If he sets a cutoff and you don't make it by such and such a date at such and such a time, boom, he's done. And and I think that that's super important. I, without that kind of, you know, if you don't have that consistency and congruency in what you say and do, people start to see through that. And they're like, yeah, he said it, but he doesn't mean it kind of mentality. So it's important for us to continually push that and, and stick with it. Most definitely. Most definitely. So I know uh, we're coming up on the end of the year. We uh, just did a, uh, a webinar that was uh, very, very well attended. Um, called Next Year, Best Year, and I kind of wanted to uh, recap a little bit about what's in that webinar because I know that there, I'm sure there's individuals that listen to our podcast that either A, couldn't make it, or B, you know, maybe for some reason didn't know anything about it, and so I'd like to talk a little bit about what we covered in that uh, webinar. Mm -hmm. um, can you right. quickly uh, maybe give us a, a 25,000-foot uh, view on what we spoke about on that webinar? Sure, and, and while I do that, I'm sure you'll think of things as well, too, that I missed. But here's, a, here's the, just the, in a nutshell. Basically, I am and you are totally motivated about 2017. You and I have been doing this a long time. I just celebrated in November my 25-year anniversary. So I kind of know what I do on a regular basis and how to market and what's going on and so on. However, we tend to get caught in the minutia of the day-to-day, -day, what we do on a daily basis, and we end up getting caught in that, what I call, and we talk about this, the blender. You're in this blender, you're spinning around at a high speed, and then you shut it off, you get out, you go home, you go to sleep, you wake up and you do the same thing the next day, and you always try, and I say try, because a lot of people, that word is, is what happens. They do their best or they think about it without intention and without a, a map, a massive action plan, and then they end up finding out that day after day after day after day, the tasks that are important to driving themselves to move forward never happens. And um, that's what we talk about in our, or we did talk about on our webinar, 
And it's important for everyone to understand that even if you're taking little baby steps, tiny little steps, that's all you need to do to end up growing at the end of the year. However, even if they're tiny baby steps, maybe you will grow a little bit at the end of the year. And you take bigger steps, you'll grow even more. Um, that's why it's important for everyone to understand that, you know, we have to have this map, this massive action plan, and that's why we did the seminar. And, uh, you know, I think that we gave away some really powerful information uh, that is, uh, you know, something that you, you can implement and, and ways to monitor and gauge your successes and your failures so that you have actual numbers. And we talk about those sexy things in, in business, you know, um, but the numbers are not always looked at as being sexy or interesting and fun. However, um, they are. If you start to learn to use them to your advantage, you start to get addicted to them and start to really enjoy them when you're able to see, you know, you take a 50% sign-up ratio and change it to 55, and at the end of the year, you can see you have that many more students, or 55% profit margin versus 45% profit margin is that much more money in your bank account. And uh, that's what we discussed. Do you have any more input on that? Yeah, no, that's exactly it. I would say that's a perfect overview. Um, and then we got into what was nice is we got into the nuts and bolts on, uh, you know, first of all, having a plan. Uh, the 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 old saying, you know, if you if you don't plan, you plan to fail, which is absolutely true. Right. And so we shared with everybody um, how to actually come up with that plan, and then not only. Uh, the plan, but like you had brought up, the percentages that you need to have. So meaning uh, your your close ratio, the minimal percentage that you need to have in the close ratio. But then moving to, uh, you know, how many people actually show up for the trial, the minimal, um, the minimal percentage of trial show-ups. And then, right. you know, the next level to that is – you know, how many people actually make an appointment, what's the minimal number of those appointments made that need to show up, the percentages there, and then backing that all the way up to how many uh, inquiries that you need to have uh, in order to get all of those percentages correct. So we, we, we basically uh, took a funnel and we started with the bottom, meaning the exact number of students that we want um, by the end of the year. But it's not just that simple, right? It's not to say, okay, let's say I'm at 100. I, I want 100 students by the end of the year, next year meaning 2017. And so right. uh, I'm at, you know, the number that we use is 63. So at 63 students. So I know that I need, um, you know, 37 new students but in order to get my 100. But that's the wrong um, – that's the generic way, if you will, the basic way to look at it. But we have to understand that it's not just that basic. There's more complexity to that because you have to take in consideration your cancellation percentages. And we went over um, what the, you know, maximum cancellation percentage that you need to have within one year in order to, um, in order to reach that goal. So it's not simply – it's not as simple enough to say that, okay, um, you know, I'll have the uh, the 30 the 37 new students by the end of the year. Well, no, you're going to have people that are going to quit, and so we have to take those cancellation percentages into account. And uh, right. you know, the next thing that we went over was that you, I, I, you know I kind of showed everybody, and I'm going to hold it up here. It's going to be hard to see, but I what I you know what I did was, and what I do every single year is that we all get free calendars that are sent to us, right? 
And so I go through these calendars and I mark off um, everything inside of there. So the very first thing that I do is I mark off, um, you know, my closings for the next year. And yeah, it, real quickly, I'll share with you that, you know, we're going to, in, in February, we're going to be closed for President's Day, Monday and Tuesday. Even though it's not on Tuesday, it's only on Monday we close. And if you listen to our podcasts or any of our webinars, you know that I run my business five days a week. So you either come Monday, Wednesday, or you come Tuesday, Thursday. And so if I close on Monday, I have to close on Tuesday because I'm not going to allow anybody else to get, uh, um, you know, anything extra, if that makes sense. So, you know, we close on, on President's Day and the day after. We're going to close a week in, I think it's March, the end of March, because of spring break. That's when my, my, uh, my son's out of school, my wife's out of school because um, she works for a school district, so we close that week. Um, we close Memorial Day. We close Labor Day, of course, Monday and Tuesday. We're going to close uh, a week for Fourth of July. We close for Columbus Day. Uh, this year, um, what is it, uh, uh, October 31st is on a, I should say this coming year, uh, October 31st is on a, um, when is it on? There we are. It's on a Tuesday. So I'm going to close Monday and I'm going to close Tuesday. Uh, and then there's two weeks, or excuse me, uh, in November I close um, for Thanksgiving. So I close Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then I close another two weeks for uh, December. So I, I go through and I, I put all my closings in. And then I go back and do um, my lesson plans because I need to know where, um, you know, my lesson plans end in order to do my graduation. So my quarterly graduations, because I don't do them monthly, I do them quarterly, my uh, two black belt testings. Um, so I, I go through and I do all that, uh, and I say that all to say that I, that way I, I know when I'm closed and when the most, quote, unquote, important things are, are booked out. So then I can go back and start looking at the detailed things. And then that brings us back to the, the, the whole form that we, we shared online on that webinar, which, by the way, um, we're going to tell you how to get access to that, that replay in, in, in just a little bit. But that way you can actually see everything on screen. Um, and there will be stuff that we're not going to be able to talk about on the podcast that you will be able to, uh, you know, obviously see on, on the webinar. But anyways, yeah, we go back to, we go back to that cancellation percentage form that we, we found um, that we, you know, with 37 new, it is 37 new students, but in order to get those 37 new students, I need to sign up X. Uh, and all the way back to inquiries, how many inquiries do I actually need? So then you know that on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, how many inquiries you need in order to get those, if, if, if you do those bare minimum percentages um, in order to get, you know, to meet that end goal of getting 100 students at the end of the year. So um, understand that then you can go back and start plugging in all of the, the different marketing pieces that we shared with you in the webinar. You can go back and plug in all those marketing pieces to then start to drive traffic to, you know, either A, your website, which you should be doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis anyways, um, but any special events that could be seasonal, uh, any special marketing things that could be uh, seasonal, such as obviously Valentine's Day, New Year's, um, uh, St. Patrick's Day, uh, you know, on and on and on and on, which we share a multitude yeah. of those on, on the webinar. So, but I, I wanted to, on this podcast, I wanted to be able to kind of give an overview of, uh, for individuals so that they can understand that, you know, um, 
deciding what you're going to do next year uh, every single month or week or quarterly or whatever is important. But without actually having a detailed plan and first knowing what it is that you want and what you need in order to grow your school. Because again, we can say, okay, I have 63 students. In order to get to 100, I've got to sign, I've got to sign up 37. It's not as simple as that because it's, that's where the cancellation percentage uh, really kind of throws you for a loop uh, if you don't have or understand those numbers. And we go in, in detail yeah. with that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I said, yeah. And not only, not only understanding the numbers, right, knowing, you know, what your retention is and what your, you know, attrition quit rate is versus your um, sign-up ratio, right, all of those things mean a lot. However, it's this big kind of like universal, you know, world kind of plan where you have to have many things working in unison congruently in order for that to, to help you grow. So I've seen people, I've seen people rise to, you know, a pinnacle of success in a very short amount of time only, and, and I've watched their classes. We had a guy here out on Long Island that he was like the rage at one point. Everyone was running, all the karate schools are running to watch his school because he was touting and how quickly he grew. And he did grow. He grew from like zero students to like 450 students in like a year and a half. Um, when I went and watched his class, because my friends were going, we went and watched, and he was kind of cool, the guy about it. Um, after seeing the substance of the class and the chaos that was there, I knew that he would not last, and I knew that he would fail eventually, and he did. He's now um, near, he lost, you know, he had three locations. He got up there. He was really moving quickly. Um, now he's down to one location and barely staying open. So um, for me, that's why I just had a new school just open, like literally a 1,000 feet from me. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not really worried because I've stood the test of time. I've done this for 25 years. I have my systems down. I know what's going on, um, and I know what it takes the whole universal picture of what it takes to grow and stay alive, you know, the retention aspect, the, you know, the connection with the students, the sign-up process, the upgrade processes, et cetera, et cetera. And that, it sounds like a lot, and it is, but it's not like, you know, overwhelmingly a lot. And I think that if we learn, like what we teach, Dwayne, you and I, on, you know, uh, the Next Level School Owner Club, you know, how to do all that, sim simply uh, put, um, in a systemized, curriculumized kind of mentality. Make sense? Yeah, most definitely makes sense. So um, I, I think I'm frozen. It looks like I'm frozen. Yeah, you are. Um, I see yeah. it. It looks like you're about to grab your glasses or show me something is really small. Yeah. <laughs> it's frozen with your fingers, like holding them apart from each other. Um, well, hopefully anyway. uh, hopefully, the record great on Facebook, but because um, we're also doing this podcast live, uh, on Facebook as we're recording for our podcast. So, um, but I, I want to say this, that the massive action plan that we shared, uh, so the map, the massive action plan that we shared on, on the webinar, um, I just, what, what I don't want people to do is I don't want them to get um, overwhelmed. And, and one thing that I, that I think is important is that we just build things in chunks or small steps. And so, therefore, if, you know, you only work on, one of the things that we had spoke about on the webinar, meaning, let's say, uh, the well, – let's just say it's one per month. So, you right. know, rather than the, the three or four things that – or the five or six things that we have going on each month, you just focus in on one this year for January, then one this year for February, and, and so on. 
And then the next year, you have those things already built in place. And the nice thing is once you build it, it uh, if you're going to redo it again next year, it's just changing a few things out, especially if it works, right? So you're going to be able to change a few things out. And then the next year, you focus in on one more activity. Um, and and so the, the, the theory is, or the, um, well, the reality is in four years, you now have, you know, four different legs that you're standing on each month. Hopefully your business is going to be open for the next four years anyways. So don't get overwhelmed. Just break it down, and you don't have to do, again, you don't have to do the six things that we do, the five things that we do. Just do one. And then now it's set for the next year. You just got to change a few things, and then you add in another one. Because, I, I, again, I think sometimes we have, uh, and you talk about this a lot, Allie, where there is an execution gap. Yeah, we greatly plan all this, but then we get overwhelmed, and there's so much that's going to, uh, you know, happen in our lives. Things pop up. Uh, we get busy. And, but there is a um, – uh, there's an execution gap that happens. Right. I speak about this on the webinar, and I don't call it an execution gap, but I, I speak about the difference between uh, process time and progress time. And I share with you, um, you know, when my progress time uh, is, or excuse me, process time and project time, when my project time is and how I block those things off so that I can actually get these uh, projects completed. So I put a link on uh, this, this video here, you know, in the Facebook post so that you can watch the replay. Um, you, all you have to do is put in your, your um, I think, your first name and email address to watch the replay. But uh, the replay is only up, I believe, until the end of the week. So you'll want to um, get access to this as quickly as possible. And, uh, and, and on there we share a whole, and we give a whole bunch of free information uh, on how to do uh, all of that in order to plan your your uh, your next week. Um, Allie, is there there anything else that we yeah. want to talk about with regards to well, uh, yeah, next yeah. year? I was, I was just typing actually on our Facebook feed because we got some people liking it over there and um, on the Facebook feed. But I I, I wrote um, this is what I call in the military calls the OODA loop O O D A OODA O O observe orientate right observe something. Like in martial arts, someone's about to throw a punch at me, boom, I observe it, I orientate myself in positioning, knowing where I'm at, distancing and all that stuff, then I decide and I act. However, the biggest dilemma and problem with uh, self-defense, with uh, muggings, with uh, kidnappings, with rape, with um, self-defense, with business decision-making and dragging your feet um, are in the decision and the action process, which you just said is the execution gap, right, where we have a gap in execution where we know what to do, but we don't do it. You and I say that all the time, right? It's like knowing what to do and, and getting it done. However, most people don't know what they don't know. In other words, I don't know if I was, you know, I don't know, if, if the world was in the zombie apocalypse and, and there were no doctors and someone had, a, had a, an appendicitis, I couldn't give them do surgery, right? They, they would die. So we're going to hope for the best because I just don't know what I don't know. Nor do I know symptoms maybe so that the person would have a symptom. I say, oh, you just had a stomachache, maybe you ate something bad, when in reality it could be something bad. Um, doctors have this situation all the time where they automatically associate um, uh, symptoms, symptoms with diseases or illnesses or colds that they think they know that's going around. 
when it could be something totally different. And that's what I love about the old TV show House and this new show called Real Genius, where they look deeper than what the symptom is to try to find the root cause of what's going on. Some of us in our business don't look for the root cause of what's going on in our business, what's creating people to quit, what's stopping people from staying, what makes people happy and excited, you know, all of those things. And that's what we do. And when you said it before, tweaking your numbers ever so slightly, little by little, could be massive results at the end of the day. So that's why I was writing. This is called the OODA loop, observe, orientate, decide, and act. And this is where the execution gap comes in. Um, and uh, I think uh, where most people, and I'm writing this now, where most people make mistakes, make mistakes and don't do things. So I just sent that out over Facebook. Uh, you can see it come up right now on the bottom of the screen, which is so cool. And, um, you know, I, I find it to be so interesting that, you know, it's something so simple could be so elusive, right? Well, and it is, and, and um, I, I think sometimes we complicate things uh, so that we stay busy. And, I mean, I know that I've been there, uh, you know, a lot of action, but very little accomplishment. And right. I, I, I'd love to say that I have mastered that. Uh, I am, I would say, a hundred times better, maybe, you know, or maybe 90 times better than I used to be. But I still, that is, a, uh, that is a vice of mine, you know, that I think that activity sometimes uh, equals accomplishment. And so we have to be right. very, very careful. And that's where, um, and I know this isn't a, because I think in our last call we talked a little bit about this, about branding. That's where, you, you know, your, knowing what your brand is and what your mission is, um, then you base every you base every buying decision and every decision in your business upon what your brand and your mission is for your school. So therefore, you're not swept over by every little thing. So, anyways, um, creating next year to be your best year can be very simple if you look at it in a long-term fashion. And here's kind of what I mean. I'll have parents that will come up to me and they'll say. You know, hey, look, uh, my kid isn't yelling as loud as they should. They're not as dynamic as, as these other kids, or, or, or they're not as serious about it. And I'll say, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, you know, depending on who I'm talking to, I, one, I want you to understand that I'm in this for the long haul, meaning that I can see what the potential of your child is going to be in four years or five years when they become a black belt. And so I look at them as this, Beautiful, and forgive me when I say this, Mrs. Jones, but I look at them as this beautiful lump of clay and or granite rock. And I have to be careful on how much I chisel out too quickly because right. once it's removed, especially if it's this granite rock, once it's removed, I can't put it back on. Of course, I can try to glue it on, but I really, it's not going to be as sturdy. It's not going to be as stable. So I have to be cautious on on how much I take away and when I take it away. And I'll tell you, right. for instance, I said, I have parents that have said the same thing to me. In fact, I can remember their son, uh, this one, and I said it, it was a former instructor of mine, their parent all the way up to black belt and even after black belt was still saying the same thing to me. They're not loud enough. They're not serious enough. And the funny thing is, by second degree, my gosh, it wasn't that he wasn't serious. He just wasn't the type of person that wanted to draw attention. But he was very good. Uh, his techniques were solid. He just wasn't as loud and dynamic as his parents wanted. Well, I can guarantee you from second, 
degree to third degree, totally different kid. Absolutely yeah. totally different kid. And had I tried to take away too much, I would have um, I would have devastated him. So I say that because as you're building your school and building next year, don't try to do everything. Try to do a little, but do it excellent and be remarkable with it. I love that term, being remarkable, so that when yeah. you complete it, not only do your instructors remember it, your employees, uh, but your students remember it. Uh, your your potential students, the public, remembers it. And so then you, you complete it, you move on. One thing that, you know, Allie had drawn, uh, uh, drawn me to and taught me about was having an event journal. And so journaling about that event or that marketing thing that you did and uh, or that ad or whatever, how it performed, what you did, and then that way when you go to do it again, you're able to review those type of things uh, along with that. And we share that in the webinar, the Next Year, Best Year webinar. Uh, so you can, like I said, you can get access to that webinar on there. Um, Allie, I don't want to make this a long, drawn-out thing because we go a little bit, a lot more in depth in the webinar so that people can get access to that. Any final thoughts? I do, and if I could just add a few little quick little things, and I think I've told this story in the past, and the story is basically a, how, um, you know, we should focus on, and, and you said this in the beginning of our call, just tweaking things and making them better a little at a time, right? And if you look at that, um, you know, my, I, I always tell the story, and I think I told it on our, our webinar, about my mom who used to make spaghetti sauce, right? And I talked about the old pasta sauce, the old Italian way, right, where my mom would start at like 9 in the morning cooking the sauce. I'd wake up to the smell of it in my entire house. And by like 10 o'clock, the sauce, I'd dip in, uh, you know, my bread into the sauce and get a little bowl. By like 12 o'clock, you know, and by the way, it was delicious at 10, but by 12, it was even better. By 2, it was even better. And then when we ate at like 4 and all the family members came over, it was absolute, an absolute masterpiece, right? And it was what we call in the dojo, and I explain this to parents about their kids simmering in the belt, right? Um, and, and learning how to be patient and just keep on practicing, right? Here's the problem with business is that we don't practice as much as we should on the business practices, right? So my good friend John Gason, who we did a call with about three or four weeks ago, um, he had said he was training with Hoist Gracie, and Hoist asked John, uh, she on John Gason, uh, you know, how many times do you show someone the choke once and then you let it go? And John Gason said, uh, no, you have to practice it and tweak it and fix it and practice it until you get good at it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. And then Hoist said, well, why don't you do that with your business when you're training people or when you're practicing yourself to become more disciplined in getting, you know, whatever done on a regular basis like social media or this or that. Create habits within your life that are going to benefit you and push you forward. And the question that Tony Robbins asks, um, he has like morning questions and evening questions, but one of those questions is, what are you going to do today so that your life moves forward? Today, not tomorrow or next week or after the holiday or when you take a break or when you come back from the break, but what are you going to do today? And I tell my parents of their kids in the school, um, the, you know, the students' parents, you know, yeah, you could complain all day long about why Johnny didn't get X, Y, and Z or why he didn't get his next belt or whatever, but what are you going to do today to make sure that he gets closer to that goal? And that's what we have to think about in our business all the time. And it's kind of like a holiday message, and I'll, I'll leave you with that as far as one of the messages, uh, uh, you know, for the day. Yeah, and I just want to remind everybody that, uh, again, we, we put a link to the next year, best year webinar, so that you can get access to that. That replay is only good, I think, until the end of the week. 
then, um, uh, and the only reason I say I think is because I don't remember which day I had it end on. Uh, but it is, once it's over, it's over. So get access to that so that you can watch that. Um, and then I, I, I want to remind everybody that you can subscribe to our podcast. Just go to schoolandthetalk.com. We'll put a link on on there so you can just get to uh, schoolandthetalk.com. And, and, and uh, you can uh, subscribe by iTunes. You can uh, do it on your Android device. Also, um, there's a ton of other podcasts on there. This is our 111 podcast. And so there's obviously other ones that you can uh, listen to and learn from. So uh, I just this is our last podcast before Christmas. So I, I just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to do one before the New Year. So if not, Happy New Year, Allie. I'll go, I'll go Probably ahead. not. Probably okay. not. I right. think that good, would be good. Because I want to take the time off. So yeah, me too. And I'll be down in Florida relaxing by the pool. So I don't plan unless we do one while I'm laying on the pot on the pool and we can do a FaceTime or something. But no. Um, we'll, we'll take a break and we'll just meet everyone back here again in the new year. Okay, great. Allie, uh, everybody, Merry Christmas.